Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. I don't know if we're doing this podcasting thing right, but I also don't <laughs> care if there's a right way to do it, considering it's just like so hard to coordinate <laughs> schedules or just to even keep to my own same schedule. Piglet Thomas, enough with that log. Um, yeah, man. It actually, so that brings up a quick, hopefully quick. Uh, so my schedule is pretty set for like a month and... I don't know if I talked about for sure how I've been like was trying to get weekends off for a while just so I could be on the same schedule as Andrew. And it's just been hard because our staff has been changing and we opened a second store and whatnot, but I finally got them for August and now it's going to like Woo. change again though. Oh. Um, and sept- I just have to like <clears throat> fully fucking give in to the fact that um it's not going to be consistent for a while because with september and october and november uh just a bunch of people have trips because that's the time we're encouraged to to leave and take trips too especially like october end of september and october early november because it's the slower season around here so that's when a lot of people take advantage of being able to take a couple weeks off and most people aren't from here so they go back and visit to their home for a couple weeks or do whatever (laughs) So I know the schedule is going to be ever changing there, but yeah, so that just makes it hard trying to coordinate other things like as, as well. Cause one week I'm like, yeah, let's podcast Monday. Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, Monday doesn't work or whatever. So Plus, like, summertime schedules are just so wild. Always a mess. And, and like I said, like, I don't really care if we're doing it right. We're doing it for us and how we want to do it. And we're not trying to like, monetize or gain a bunch of followers or anything like that at the moment so I mean consistency is key to anything to be successful at but right now this (laughs) isn't like something we're trying to be successful at as much as it's something that's just for ourselves yeah to catch up with each other and see each other and be like hey what's going on totally and hopefully along the way for any people who do listen like have a little gem of insight or relatedness or whatever but um (laughs) yeah so like today for instance so I worked yesterday uh because some people were out of town and I don't normally work Sundays and so that makes my week a little I'm like when's my day off gonna be like Mondays are usually my work from home day Mm -hmm. and Tuesdays um but then I was gonna do a sup yoga class this morning and I was like, I had a meeting with my boss at like noon too. Um, but like, I was like you well, were gonna teach, you were gonna teach a step yoga. Yeah. Class? Um, because I had this weird schedule this week, so I was like, oh, I can totally, you know, try and do a step yoga class because I haven't done one all summer, and it's probably gonna be the last chance I really get to. So I wanted to try and throw one together quickly. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, well, I can do my meeting because I'll be in town. And then, you know, I might just call today like my day off instead of uh, like trying to work for four hours in the afternoon or do this or that or whatever. So it's really just been up in the air all day of kind of going back and forth. I'm like, how much am I going to work today versus just take the whole day off? But then I got stuck in town 
a lot longer because the a couple of people bailed on the sup yoga and then it ended up being just me and a couple of my friends and a friend of a friend who have met and what ended up happening was we were just like fuck it let's just paddle for fun yeah because I also get a like I had this conversation with Andrew yesterday but um just I feel bad sometimes when I do a class and it ends up being all my friends of whom I like text and I'm like hey come to my class don't come to my class because I don't want my friends to make it I don't want to make my friends feel like I'm like yeah come pay me to hang out with me yeah (laughs) so I get weird of like well if it's just them like I don't want to charge anybody and then I'm like well I'm definitely not gonna if no one wants to really do sup yoga like it would have been fine but also we're just wanting to paddle around the lake and I haven't paddled at all on Donner Lake so turned into like two hours on the lake instead of paddling almost around the whole thing and it was super fun yeah it was nice like was it windy no it was so flat until like literally until we got off the water and it wasn't even when we left like super windy it was just you could see the water it was starting to pick up but it was freaking clear and glassy and we were just all amazed it's almost 11 o'clock how it's not windy at all this is like and so quiet there was like hardly any boats and then hardly anyone on the docks we're like holy crap here it is like we're into locals summer now I think so it was really nice but um I didn't end up getting to my meeting until closer to 12 30 which is fine because my boss was just at the second shop and it didn't really matter when I came but since he was working too we had some distractions I didn't get out of there until two And then I had to go stop by and try to fix a check mishap that I I got paid for something, but it's not written out correctly, like the uh, to whom, Uh, so I can't cash it. Oh, no. Um, And it's been kind of a a problem because I communicated it correctly in the first place and that message didn't get passed on to whom it needed to. And so today I, I talked it all out to some someone about it Friday and they're like, yeah, go in Monday or Tuesday. So I go in today and the person who has the authority to like cancel the check and rewrite one is out with COVID of and they can't get a hold of her because, well, like she's sick too. So probably not answering the phone, like maybe doesn't feel good. And the general manager who signs the checks um, maybe wasn't there. And so I had to hang around there for a little while. I didn't get out of there till like 2.30. And then like, you know, it takes almost 30 minutes to get back up to the property. So like straight here. And that's when I'm like, oh my God, I've had a cup of coffee today. And I got that right before my meeting. (laughs) And that's it. And did an activity. and. But I was so, so as I was driving up here, it was making me think about money and like manifestation because you see this everywhere or maybe just I do because of the shit I follow, but like money manifestation and people, especially people who are doing, um, online, like business coaching or money coaching. Yeah. Um, and always talking about changing your mindset around money and like, welcome it in and like, blah, 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 change your relationship with money. And I'm like, yeah, that's all good and great, but I've been fucking welcoming money my whole life. Like I don't, think, <laughs> I don't really think just saying like, yeah, you're never I like love nah. money is gonna be yeah. like, because I have now in my in my hand after like two weeks or so of waiting, I've finally received the check. 
that I cannot cash now. So if I'm yeah. talking, I am trying to get the money energy world and everything in the world is stopping me from it. Because So it's written out to my business and I just can't cash that, that because my credit union doesn't have business accounts. And the bank that I have a business account with, the branch in Truckee has been closed four months. Whoa. And because I don't use that bank ever, they've closed my online account. I cannot reactivate my online account without going into a branch. And the branch in Tahoe City has also been intermittently closed. And I think there's one in Kings Beach, but I don't know, like, it's just fucking running around trying yeah. to like, reactivate an account that I want closed anyways. Yeah. And I think that because I don't use the account and you're supposed to have a certain amount in it, like I have a fee to pay and I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to pay this fee of $80 using this bank. Yeah, that's garbage. So I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck to do, but by saying I want money is not getting me money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. Also, when are you ever like, oh, no, I don't need that $500 universe yeah. thank you i'm good on money for now dude it's i so have funny. enough it's like yeah my relationship with money could be better in the fact of uh like spending it more more smart that sounds really dumb i didn't say that correctly but uh like yeah just, just being better with my budget and things like that but then things like this happen where it's hard to not put a negative connotation on money because there's also other things that I have to pay like immediately. So because I've waited longer for this check than I thought that I would like it's caught now I'm going to have other pays, uh, other fees to pay and stuff. So it, it just, yeah. Makes me so pissed off about money in the first place. Like everything is insanely expensive right now. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's freaking me out. So, well, also, I guess, was it last week or the other week, um, I had to go pay for my truck registration. And so a lot of times when you go to a dealership and do it through a dealership, it's all done there. But because we're so close to Nevada, I bought my truck in Nevada, so I have to register it for California. So it wasn't all done at the dealership. I had to go do that on my own. Um, and again a fucking great small town story i go in august fucking second to do because you know i got my my truck had to go back to the dealership it was gone for a week get it back at the last week of july go into the dmv august 2nd walk up to the door and it's just like no one's around well people are around but it's full of construction and i'm like what the fuck is there like a temporary dmv station and the construction guy's just like oh like it'll be back open in 10 more days i'm like what the fuck yeah (laughs) like okay so failed at that by the time i get into the dmv like on the 15th or some shit i don't know uh first of all registration in california is insane um plus being like a new i don't i don't know actually if being a newer vehicle how much that has to do with the cost um but I fucking cried straight up at the DNV because of how much she said it was going to be. It was $1,300 to register my truck. And I was like, my jaw just fucking dropped to the counter and tears welded up in my eyes immediately. I just couldn't help it. Like I just gotten paid like 
the that day or the day before but i made my first truck payment and my credit like my big credit card payment i was like let's just get these out of the way so by that time my check is like half diminished already and i'm like i like i just got paid like i <laughs> i can't wait like two weeks like i'm just like i what and she's like well there's fees because you only have 20 days to um like register your vehicle once it comes in the state and I just kind of was like processing for a minute while she was typing stuff in her computer and trying to see how much it would have been without the fees comes out to like 700 some dollars without the fees so $500 of fees so I sit and I, I think for a minute and I'm like well I I bought it on this date like brought it into the state but then a week later it had to go back to Nevada to the dealership for a week and then when I got it back I came to the DMV and you were closed yeah. until this past and I work. So when the fuck am I supposed to go to a DMV? Like you can't go on your lunch break. It can take forever. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I, I lost two weeks to even be able to come into the DMV because you were closed and you didn't have a vehicle. Yeah. And so she was like, let me, let me talk to my boss. Like, I totally understand. Cause, and she was a newer person too, I think, because she asked a few questions to people and you could just see as soon as I like got teary eyed, she was like, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. and like, I just she actually cared. It. You could tell yes. she was new cause she actually cared and had empathy for people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. God. Like not the, the DMV people are like, yeah, whatever. Move along girl. Um, so she talked to her supervisor and I had to just write out a, a state of facts or something. And they did waive the fees. Sweet. Thank God. It was still way more than I, like, I was hoping to pay around like 400, but, um, but I started out like that. So it feels like it's been the longest two weeks ever because I just had so much money that had to be paid off like right away. And but I didn't manage it well. Like I didn't need to make those two big payments immediately, but I just did it because I wanted them to be done and to make sure I, those were on time. Those were important payments. I didn't want them to be late, mm-hmm. but they weren't due to the end of the month. And so like I, I might have been able to manage better, especially not knowing when I was going to get this check that I'm having the problems with. Mm-hmm. I may have, you know, just been able to wait and and then now make those payments with this check. However, it's the 29th. So, and I just got this check and still can't cash it. So I would have been screwed. Then those payments would have been yeah. late. So I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, man? And then I got people on Instagram just telling me to like accept money and change my relationship with it. <laughs> and I can make six figures. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. You can make six figures if you get fucking paid six figures. <laughs> Jesus. Man, I've been talking to a few people who are like in this real estate world that I'm just now delving into. Also, yes, I got a, myself a job. Yeah, I did want to hear more. I'm, I'm a maintenance coordinator for a real estate investment firm, which, which is great in what that even means. But... Um, so a real estate investment firm is a company that helps manage people's properties and helps them with like all sorts of things but in my world that I'm delving into um I'm doing like maintenance so I'm like 
talking to the tenants, the people who either live in these, either it's, it's either homes, it's commercial buildings, um, or it's like low income rentals. Um, and so the people will come to me and be like, I have this problem. I have this problem. And then I go to the owner and I'm like, Hey, there's this problem. We got a bid. It's going to be this much. Do we do the work or do we not do the work? Um, and there's so many laws that go into that, which I need to look into. So it's kind um, of like property manage. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, but I'm just the maintenance coordinator and inspector. Um, and so I'm delving into the real estate world and it's all very awesome and exciting. And I've been talking to a few people and they're telling me that they're, they like when they were at their prime, they're making like six figures a year. And I hear me over here being like, oh, 70, 80 K is banging, baby. I could live like a king off of that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, which I just had this thought too so many people I know like you know not not close to or anything but just around are becoming real estate agents and I've seen a lot of people even before COVID like go into that world but especially after because the market was so fucking crazy yeah people could be new a new agent and get listings and fucking sell especially around here so our yeah. house, you know, was like on Zillow for like a million dollars at one point. So you you can sell any of these houses for, and you're getting cash offers. I mean, five, you'd get a ton of offers and a cash offer, like 200 over would just walk in. So the, the like for two years, even if you did it for just 2020 and 2021, there's probably plenty of people who made so much money, like made their money back as far as like what they put into doing real estate classes, getting their license, and then some. So now yeah. they can be like doing whatever else or just continuing to grow their real estate career. But I'm like, fuck Amber, I think like you would make a great real estate agent with your enthusiasm hey, for like things in life and seeing just the positive and everything. Like <sighs> I can totally see you walking through a house and just like selling it to someone because just having a a vision yes I watch shitty reality real estate shows like selling sunset on uh, Netflix it is fucking crazy but yeah I've never never thought about it for myself and yeah you bringing up just that world I'm like yeah maybe you should just fucking go do that yeah (laughs) and I've never I mean I have thought about it for myself but I'm still so like but what about the planet focused and like wanting to do my like environmental whatever career with yes. like the city or whatever that I'm like maybe I can like do this but like have like a sustainable twist to it or like yeah. encourage people to get uh solar panels put on their home or x y like just just little things and it and that yeah. like I do believe that all this stuff starts in people's homes yeah and so I don't know. I feel like that that would be an intro, but, but so I'm, I'm doing this, uh, through a family member. It's Murray's aunt. And she's like, I really think you should get your real estate license. And I'm like, Whoa, no Whoa, I- lady, hold on there. I just started like two weeks ago. Right. Let me get a hang of this job. Totally. Which, which she did say, and I spoke to another person this weekend who is a real estate agent around here. And I've like seen her on Instagram and she ended up being at this thing I went to. And I was like, oh my God, I see you all over Instagram. And she's like, great, glad it's working. But um, 
she was like, yeah, I kind of just got thrown into it. And another thing that Murray's aunt said was what you're doing is a good place to get into it because Mm -hmm. that way you're like, you're kind of like easing into it, like starting at like a job that deals with real estate management, as opposed to like getting thrown into it, getting your real estate license, not know, really knowing what, what happens in this world. Yeah. Um, and then also when you are a real estate agent, you're like legally responsible for like stuff and things. Yes. Right now for me, I'm not legally responsible, which is great, yeah. but I think, and I was also talking to Janie about it and she was like, yeah, I was thinking about getting into real estate because Jack really thinks that we could make like a good team. And so, Does yeah. So what's that no he um he does like a lot of the he does a lot of video editing right yeah houses oh okay okay Treva's done um photos for real estate yes yeah so she and so Treva and jack have done that with real estate but jack was like janie you should do this with me and you can be a real estate agent and i'll take your videos or whatever and i was like so she was even talking about it it's just it's just the way to, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. And I think that at some point in the future here, I probably will get my real right. estate license. I just want to get a feel for this world a little bit longer. Cause this job that I'm in right now, it's like a 90 day trial period. And then um, we'll see what goes from there. Yeah. And that's a great idea. I am way too like kind of impulsive and get these ideas and see this like I see the potential, like the highest, yeah. I wouldn't say the highest, but like high potential of something. And so then I like throw everything in it. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, um, and then like, it doesn't work out as well. Or, or you get there and you're like, I don't like this. Exactly. A lot of times it's like that of like, Oh, not really like what I thought, but there's also times and things where I really have to just kind of hone in on some patience and realize like no like I can do it without totally like I can like my business for instance taking this break and step back from it I've had a lot of thoughts lately of like man because the summer wasn't smoky at all so far you know but like it happened in the fall but I still this would have been a great summer if I was like going full bore into my business because I didn't have to worry about about that but how are you supposed to fucking know but anyways yes. and like my paddle boards that I have that are good for backpacking um you know I had this whole idea at, like the reason I got those was to hike to alpine lakes and take people paddle boarding and this and that so I've just kind of gotten a little bit down on myself of like man I feel like I I have all this and I'm just like giving it away like not giving it away but like giving it up and not not doing anything with it and it, it didn't reach its potential at all I feel like such, like a quitter and a failure but talking to my friend today after paddling I because I reached out to another girlfriend who does a lot of tours and hiking and all this I'm like I just had the epiphany the other day I'm like she would be a great person to work with because what I also need to realize is like I try to do everything by myself because I because I want to and there's times where like greed of money comes in where I'm like I can't really afford to do it with someone else like if I need this to be my sole income how am I supposed to split it with anybody but that's the wrong mindset because if I'm having help that means I can make like more money because I'm not doing it all whether that's someone else is like teaching or guiding or just someone helping with logistics like it's it doesn't have to be all 
me, but I just, you know, it's hard to find the right people and partners to like work with, especially when it's something that you have no idea how it's going to go or how it's going to work. Um, or a business in general. Yeah. Like really, and the trust Mm -hmm. and the transparency has to be there. That's like undertaking and the same visions. And so with talking to my friend today, you know, she's like, like, She's like, you know, start looking into to next year, being able to do a couple things, like continuing, obviously, the job that I have now, but grinding away next summer. Like, this summer was great to take a step back, but I might be able to do some more bookings next summer um, and not have, you know, weekends. And I can do that for a couple months. That's fine. I've done it before, especially if I'm having someone help me. And she was like, or even make out like a four-year plan. And I was like, yeah, that's something that doesn't cross my mind. A four-year plan. I'm like, this yeah. has to happen right now or it's never going to happen. And yeah. I need to, you know, just get better at taking the time and realizing, like, if I'm not the best at it right now or, like, things, especially a seasonal business, that's going to take years to figure out because you only have a short period of time. So each summer you're going to, like, rework the kinks. So just trying to not be like, okay, well, I, I've moved on from my business. I'm totally done. I'll never, never do that again. It's just like, no, I, I can figure out how to mend my or blend my worlds. Um, yeah. Cause I love marketing and whatnot. And like, yeah, there could be a point that I can figure out how I can continue doing a marketing job with a company that, that I love and also do some fitness and yoga and paddleboarding. Cause ultimately my dream was to be able to do yoga and paddleboard like retreats. Yeah. So I'm like, I can still figure that out. Especially if you have a buddy on board with you. Yeah. I think if there, I think if you do have a friend, I think it would definitely be plausible. And I love stand up paddleboarding yes. so much. It's, it's just, amazing. Yes. It's so fun. I just start to, I always think about time. I guess I'm like, well, who cares? Like, what if it is like when I'm 45 that I finally have this like successful business that's bringing in like six figures, like great. I could still use that money at 45. (laughs) So if I'm building up to that, that's great. But like, I mean, I need that money at that time. Like, yeah, I want to make it like tomorrow, but like who care if it takes years to five to 10 years to build a business that can then be successful for another 10 years and then maybe be passed off for another 10 years after that, then like, that's kind of the goal is just being able to build a sustainable business. Yeah. Um, and so with you in real estate, the, like for me, if I were you, I'd be like probably studying for my real estate license right now. Cause I'm like, yeah, yes. this is it. This is the thing. Yes. But I think it's very smart to take this 90 days. See if you even like the industry at yes. all, learn more about it from people who you know that are in it. Um, because that would, you could blend your environmental stuff for sure with it oh. and showing people like, like that's your specialty is showing yeah. houses that are environmentally friendly or, um, or showing people how, how plausible it can be and like how you could save yourself money in the long run. Da, 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 da. And also with this job, there's a lot of like, I should be reading now about the landlord tenant laws because there's a lot that I'm doing right now with coordinating um, people to come in and do jobs and, move-ins and move-outs that it's like that is something that I need to know in my wheelhouse so I think with easing into this job into this realm 
I think that it'll be a nice transition and a good feel for me to see if this is even where I want to go, what I want to do. Um, But yeah, Murray's aunt is really making it sound good. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) well, it's like good hands on learning too, because I wouldn't be able to just today decide I'm going to become a realtor and then read the books and then try and go sell a house yeah you like yeah being like having to learn the laws because you have to actually work with people means that if you became an agent and were selling or renting or leasing or whatever you would have that like so ingrained in the back of your mind because you have you didn't just read it and take the test on it like you've worked with these things over and over again and with doing maintenance stuff you're working with the problems that houses run into and so therefore you're likely to understand like years down the road, like this is what to look for in mm-hmm. these old houses and yeah. like this could go wrong. And just, I just think that it's good to know of the bad things that could happen. Yeah. And like, and, and being a problem solver to it and, mm-hmm. and having connections as far as like handy people who can come and do work and like plumbers and yeah. electricians and all that other good stuff. That whole network. And then too, just having your own um experience with, the property could come in hand as well because you can sell like I mean obviously brought bought raw land from a realtor so you would have insight to be able to help talk to people about that and and connect people and a job where being a mom you know could be really flexible for you obviously these are all just like the golden things you you see about a job and not being closely related to it we're not we don't know all the hardships but um you know it might be something that could allow you to have the flexibility to be able to work like work when Quincy is in school but be able to take the time off as you need with family and that's what the dream is like yeah like that's where I'm I'm just so over the over of this 40 hour work week that I've really only had for a few months but it's just like I I want a job that I can have a bit more flexibility with like long term anyways um where yeah obviously there's gonna be times you have to put your head down and work but being able to say like yeah I want to go to Washington for three weeks and along the way I want to see other friends um or go to fucking Mexico and but be able to also still work like yeah take a straight bit of time for complete vacation but to be able Mm -hmm. to spend an amount of time away longer but able to make money while doing so obviously you can't it's harder to sell houses being away but if you're able to sell a few houses that enable you to go take a long vacation because you just made your yearly income in a few months like now you can take a month off because the market's a little slow I don't know yeah 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 no that's like you you know what you're talking about that makes sense yeah so you should um you should give Tori McQueen a follow though because I will so I think Austin's working with her team because she is I'm not sure if creating like an agency is the right term uh I don't know what to call it but uh, she's not like a brokerage I don't think but she has a team of people under her now and and so yeah so Austin has been into real estate too I mean he's newer in it but just talking 
anyone that you know closely i think is great to talk to but tori's been putting out a lot of content um and she does like a lot of video content she's like on tiktok and um so it's just really cool to see her i mean like it's all real estate stuff so i don't really like relate to it but it's just so cool to see her like okay three tips i wish i would have known as a new agent and just because she's trying to build more than just her real estate business she's like teaching people to be a realtor and that's yeah and that's kind of what I want in a business is like I don't want to be the one necessarily teaching every day but I want to have a successful like business that I run so what's that gonna be like without doing the all of the every little detail yourself but um another great thing about real estate which um I feel like I've seen like a lot of people in like as our parents generations ages a lot of people have used real estate as like a source of retirement and I think that is the way to go especially because I was talking to somebody and I was like yeah I really want to get like a city job or like something that has really good benefits in retirement and they were like yeah really good retirement until they force you to get a vaccine and have to quit your job and forfeit your retirement. And I was like, Oh shit, I haven't even thought of that. Plus not to mention the amount of school that you need to do these jobs. Yeah. And you're still making less than, I mean, like you're making like 70, 80 K you know what I mean? At like a decent, I don't know. It's just, it's just all so interesting and all relevant and things will fall into place. Everything will be fine. But right exactly. now, I'm so freaking broke right now. It's scary. Same. God. And mostly because of, like, the new bills that I've undertaken in this this month. Like, like paying the registration was a huge chunk that isn't, like, a normal monthly fee. So hopefully, yes. you know, the next month. But it's still, you know, it knocks you out. And then it's so hard to get back on track and then then get ahead again yes. so just Plus not to mention it's that like that looming amount of like debt that's just always there and you're like what if I get fired from my job what if I injure myself I can't pay my bills and yeah. you have debt over your head and you're just like fuck but yeah. also money isn't even fucking real <laughs> and things are so insanely expensive right now like I cannot believe how much money I just spent at grocery outlet and I still feel like I need to go to like Fred Meyer and get yes. other things like, like produce. It's mm-hmm. just like exactly. the, the, the inflation is insane. And I'm like, is this true inflation because of like all the things that are happening? Or is this because we spent so much money paying people's incomes when everybody was on unemployment and now we're just kind of trying to like build back up that cushy. Right. What if the world hits a pandemic and we have to pay everybody's incomes again? It's just, I just don't understand. No, it's crazy. And yeah, like I've gone to the store a couple of times and I'm like, I have, I don't even need a fucking bag to leave. And I've spent a hundred dollars. Yes. Like, I don't have, this wasn't food for the week. This was like a couple items for like right yes. now and or for one meal. So how are you doing this day in and day out? Um, And then that's another thing where I'm like, I should just quit my job and become a farmer because at this rate, the way the like price of food, like I should just go start foraging, hunting, become a farmer. I know it's made me think a lot about that too. It's crazy, but 
then that's why I was also super happy to have actually just paddled today instead of teach because yeah I'm I'm excited when it's people who really want to take the class and I'm getting to show people something new but like I said when then it became just a group of friends I'm like I don't want to turn into like teacher mode like yeah like friends um and it felt really good because I again haven't paddled for a while and nor have I spent like a couple hours with people like I've gone on a couple rides with a friend but they're very short rides and I'm like I do everything alone this is so nice yeah so nice and then so I'm super excited to to paddle with you sometime now that you have a board or you're I've been borrowing friends but now that I have like the undying fucking love for it and yesterday um I tried a, a headstand on the board and it went, I mean, like I, I wasn't up for too long, but I was able to like be up long enough and like not fall into the water, which don't get me wrong. I'm toads down with falling in the water. Yeah, totally. Um, especially so cool. right now because it's like the last tail end of summer. So it's like, get all the like Puget Sound swimming in like comfortable Puget Sound swimming yeah. in while you can. Yeah, so um, Nikki got a board too. Or yes. she, did she get one or is she borrowing one too? No, she got one. We I took her out once and she was like, yep, that's it. I need to get one. So that's she awesome. got one and she found one on Amazon for like 200 bucks, 250 bucks. Yes, that's why I think I've been having a very hard time trying to get rid of two of my boards in my fleet that I just don't really feel like I, I need in my for what I do Um, is because you can just go get one for 200 to 400 dollars like damn it i need to get rid of these boards but like they're just so available right now which is good like i'm happy that people can get in on the sport because it took me years to be able to get my own board and it was through like working with a company where i got a deal on one um but without that yeah there was wasn't boards of that caliber available for what they are now so it's super cool yeah people can get out there and enjoy it and I'm so happy that you guys are yeah it's just so fun what what a great way to like access the Puget Sound like I've lived here my whole life and how have I not like like kayaks are great don't get me wrong I love them they kick ass but there's something about having the freedom of like being on top of a board and like standing up when you want to stand up and sitting down when you want to sit down and like jumping in the water like there's just so much more freedom on a on a stand-up paddleboard than there is in a kayak 100 percent. I really enjoy that and the boards that I've been using are just like inflatable ones mm-hmm. I feel like the ones that you are trying to sell right now are they fiberglass ones yeah okay yeah so um because it as uh, uh, quite a few people have asked me, you know, about boards and like what to get and whatnot, and it just totally depends. As with anything, I'm like, what's your main goal? Like, if you yeah, how do you want to use this? Yeah, if you're just going out once in a while, whenever you can, and you just want to fucking cruise. Like sometimes I just go out to paddle to just sit on my board. Yes. Like yes, especially like, early morning, I just want to paddle out, lay on my board, and it feels like just no interruption because you know there's not cars on the road. Like you're not like there's just something about being on the water in peace and quiet. And yes, more often than not, that's what paddle boarding is for me. I wanted to race. I'd still be super interested in racing, but 
it's just not I'm not gonna put the time towards training for that and chasing races and trying to win or do something and so um it's yeah for me it's just being completely fucking lazy yeah outside yeah like hiking well you gotta walk and hike somewhere biking same thing like yeah like yeah you can go on a hike and go sit down in the wilderness or whatever but I want to go fucking leisure stroll on the water get in the water if I want like just lay down do whatever and like leisure paddle back like that's my lazy activity hope for for no wind yeah totally and like luckily with being in Tahoe you don't have to worry about the tides but like I'm sure there's currents out there in the lake right yeah so you have to worry about like the wind and then boat traffic um so yeah the afternoon is not the best time typically to go out because the wind or just more boat traffic and whatnot kick up um and so yeah you can definitely get in trouble if you get out to the middle of the lake and then you know especially in the summer it hasn't been happening the last couple years really as much as I feel like it used to but like afternoon thunderstorms and lightning so you know that's you're out on the water and you're like oh fuck here comes clouds like last place you want to be is standing tall on the water so so, yeah Um, what is your ideal sup setup like what is your go-to grab the things like like what's your what's your sup setup so my favorite board actually has a hole in it. I was going to try and see if I could find someone. Because when I tried to find someone to fix it, there was no one around here. This guy who does repairs, he just kind of told me what to do. Didn't work. And then another guy who fixes fiberglass, he was like, I've never done an inflatable, but I'll try. Didn't work. And it's on like a seam. So I just don't know if it's repairable. But this is my favorite board. It's 12 and a half feet long. And it's a touring board. So the nose is more um, like narrow aerodynamic um, because it's meant to just like go longer distances. So it's more efficient at paddling in a straight line. And um, but it's big, you know, 12 and a half feet is big and it has bungees on the front and the back. So you can load that thing up with what you need for like a fucking day or overnighter. Um, And that is my favorite favorite board it was my favorite board to teach on too because it was like a fucking yacht like just so stable and then being an inflatable I could put it on my bike like my e-bike I I biked with it one time on my back up to a lake when we were um and um but now I have these lighter weight ones which are super great but they're it's just not they're not as stable at all so this is why I love this one is because it's just so so stable and so a tw- a big touring board is my ideal board because you can just do everything and use it again for like I want to someday do like a sub camp trip um and go around and I want to circumnavigate Lake Tahoe and camp a couple nights and do that so on this board you'd be able to do that and pack everything you need um and being an inflatable like I said I love it because of portability so a touring board even if it was a fiberglass, you know, it'd be cool because it would just be more a little more stable and just get you further faster. But um, 
but then it's just yeah then the whole thing of like getting it on your car and getting it around but a big a big board is my I love them mm-hmm. I had a a pretty cool one that was like 10 and a half feet but it flew off my truck in the wind yes not yesterday last year and landed on the rocks and it's all fucking I should see if someone can fix it there's some pretty big fucking holes though so yeah. I feel like it would be a just a constant repatch job to make sure yeah. it was sealed up. I was really, really bummed about it. It was a beautiful board. Um, and when you go out, what do you generally bring with you? Like, like, cause I feel like most of the times when you have been going out, you're like teaching, but like if yes. you personally are going out for like a paddle with your pals, mm-hmm. what do you bring? Like, my pfd safety number one um i have a inflatable one that goes around your waist so that's super nice because then you're not like but you there wow just jumbled there um life jackets just have to be on the vessel so you can just use a regular life jacket and put it under the bungees and you're fine um Mm -hmm. but just having the one on your person is great especially if i was going for like just a long paddle that's what I would have um and a dry bag that I could just keep my phone in and whatever a snack and a water bottle Uh, so I Uh either have a water bottle or that's actually what I started mainly using my biking fanny pack for was for paddling um, because it has the water bladder in it so I'd wear that and be able to actually like instead of stopping and like grabbing my water bottle like getting down to like your hands and knees if you need to get the bottle under the bungee um because I carabiner like everything to the board too so it doesn't just come out of the bungees especially if you fall off so yeah unhooking the water taking the cap off drinking it uh it just it's super nice to have that like little fanny pack with the water bladder in it and this would be if I'm just like going like going for a paddle like a workout paddle not leisure paddling leisure paddling just a life jacket and a dry bag to keep my phone and and water bottle um yeah and then like a hat sunglasses and I usually now just wear sun shirts instead of like yeah trying to have sunscreen on because you're usually anyways or something but um, pretty simple pretty simple so water it's back if you need and then yeah safety first yeah totally yeah and I feel like this is this would be like the newest sport that I have gotten into so it's always kind of like a trial and error in the beginning as far as like a figuring out if you like it or not and b figuring out how to dial in your style and what you do and do not like and with this it's a whole nother beast because you you're like for the Puget Sound you're like reading tide charts you're you're looking into the wind you're seeing what the wind is doing and it's just all it's just like a whole another beast as opposed to like going snowboarding and being like what are the conditions up there and what do I wear and all that right but it's yeah, and that's so interesting. Great. Just with like any sport, yeah, there's so many different facets to it. You could have so many different styles of boards and things like that to to do whatever. I mean, there's all around boards, but yeah, if you want to like fucking huck it and go for it, and actually like your goal most of the time when you're out there is just to go distance, and that's how you're getting a good workout, then you're gonna want a board that's gonna get you far and be yeah. easy to paddle. Um. And especially like in adverse conditions, like you don't want to get stuck out there on a board that you can't control. And uh, that you feel squirrely on. Yeah, exactly. And, and then um, for doing yoga, 
Mm-hmm. What, how does that work? Cause I like, I haven't taken any like sup yoga classes or taught like you have, but I have been like dabbling here and there. Yeah. And so I've been doing like downward dog and like really getting into the stretches. And it's just so wild how it feels totally different on the water. It does. You're using like so many more little stabilizing muscles because your body is constantly trying to balance. So you'll notice like your feet and fingers and stuff like hurt more, even little muscles in your legs or arms or anything, because those are little stabilizers you don't really need on land. So it's amazing for that. Um, And then you pretty much like the way you would do a pose on land in a lot of ways on the board is the same, but the getting into it just may look very different. It may not be one big step from down dog into like a warrior pose because depending on your board as well, first of all, water condition, second of all, how stable is your board? So you may like, be taking coming down to your knees and that's what we do all the time is modify always go through flows with modifications and people on their knees first because you're still starting to activate those stabilizing muscles in your core and whatnot even from your knees and then when or if people are comfortable they can try it on their feet but just modify 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 Uh oh did i lose you Oh, dear. Is that me or you? Oh, oh. Uh, you're back. We're back. Okay. Where did I leave? Where did you last hear me? Um, uh, Stabilizing yourself, getting down to your knees and making modifications. Yeah. So pretty much if you think about, like warrior, if you think about warrior on your feet, you would just do that same thing, but just on your knees instead of on your feet. Um, you, so you can have your front foot up, but your back foot or would your back knee would be down and you can use your foot as a little hook on the board and um yeah plenty you can use your paddle so people don't think about is like use your paddle to help stabilize too like if you're doing a tree pose like no you don't just stand up and try and balance on one foot like use your paddle as a counterbalance in front of you and you can use it in plenty of other ways too that paddle we use it a lot just for even stretching like putting it up over your head using it for like uh, just like twists and different kinds of stretches as well as a um assist in some poses Mm -hmm. so it's yeah something that I've been dabbling with on the stand-up paddleboard that like when I was doing it my first few times, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, was this thing that I learned through doing physical therapy after um, healing from my knee surgery was like uh, standing, just like warrior pose standing and like looking to your right and looking to your left and even taking it further and see if you can twist. And I know it's, you can't really, you could, but like standing on one foot and trying that or like closing your eyes and yeah. seeing how your spatial body awareness works with that and it, it was just wild how it all has like evolved and like granted the board that I'm using is a bit bigger and stable it's a two-person paddleboard oh wow um, so it's it's big and yeah. I'm like and compared to like like the one that Nikki got it's definitely bigger but um like I tried to do uh I don't know the name of poses, but it's where you step your other one of your feet forward and you're in like a warrior pose lunge. That is so hard to do. 
So lunges are going to be like the hardest, like a headstand is way easier than even a warrior because your balance in a headstand is in the center of the board, more like a, like a square or something. You have balance left and right. Your hands are down, your arms are down. In a warrior, your feet are straight line from nose to tail. So there's nothing really like stabilizing side to side. Yeah. Um, and then, but with a warrior, the way your feet are, like your back foot especially is kind of down. Um, so you're pressing that whole back foot into the ground. If you try to do a lunge when your heel is off, that lunges really get people, especially on your knee, um, even just your knees, because again, your center of balance, like your, your knees are still more central than like left and right. So yes. your side to side, like lateral balance isn't there as much as soon as you start to separate those feet from nose to tail. Um, but you'll notice even in doing those, like, like, wow, there's my core. Like, yes, you have to notice that. Like, if you don't, you're just falling over. Um, so it's amazing Uh just noticing those little things and yeah, really it's just like paddleboard yoga is just super humbling, whether you've done tons of yoga or tons of paddling because, it takes you back to basics. I've had people like, Oh, I just finished my 200 hour yoga teacher training. I'm like, that's awesome. Have you done it on a paddleboard? No. I'm like, okay, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Like, (laughs) yeah, there's going to be plenty of people who just have great balance and control over their body that can be just so good at it right out of the gate for, but for a lot of people, uh, like I said, it's, it's a whole nother game being on the water because you also don't have control a boat or a wake a wave an animal anything can come by at any fucking time and changes that variable of stability <laughs> yeah i'm still waiting to see orcas i had a dream about them the night before and i also had a dream about you the oh. night before as well actually like last night it was really weird i'll tell <laughs> you about it off off the podcast <laughs> so funny i can't wait to hear can't wait and to like hear. i want it, it didn't go long i'm just gonna share it so i had this dream that y- we were like at one of like jason's parties or something mm-hmm. like jason was having a party and his girlfriend was there and joe was there and like the the regular old dudes and nolan was there and for some reason, you, me, and Nolan ended up in bed together. Like not, I don't think that it was like sexual, but like mm-hmm. I think in my head, in my dream, I was like, oh, this is sexual. But like we were like watching TV or something and I was tired and I fell asleep. So but funny. yeah, I had a dream that you, me, and Nolan were all in the same bed together. <laughs> What's funny is Jason did just have a party. I know. So maybe and I think maybe that that's happened. why. Yeah, because I ended up not going to that. I was invited and everything, but I yeah. didn't. So yeah, that's, I just thought it was that's funny. Hilarious. And also, like, I hadn't seen Nolan in forever. And I think that the last time that I did see him was with you. So maybe, I don't know. Dreams are so weird. Uh, <laughs> just like, just so random of like, like, what I've had some crazy ones lately. I wish I could remember. Um, You wake up, you're like, what the hell? Like, yeah. what was that? I was really hoping that my orca dream was like a premonition that I'll yeah. see orcas because I'm still like every time I'm out there I'm like okay check the horizon because I'm just like I am sure that it would be like scary as 
book to see some orcas on a stand-up paddleboard in Puget Sound, but also so amazing because with yeah. a paddleboard, you're just like, you're on the water. Right. That's what I was going to say when you said something about kayaking, because we were talking about it today and the difference is like, if I'm going a distance, like I've kayaked a lot and kayaked far distances and it, I would be in a sea kayak if I was going somewhere far, but, um, paddleboarding yeah it's just so amazing standing up the view is it is definitely different than sitting down in the kayak you just see a panoramic of what's underneath you Um, but I mean well it's scary around any animal I don't think an orca would uh like come up and and do anything but like I said you just never know with animals I mean there's a sea lion fucking stalking me before in Alaska and sea lions are like can be aggressive and I mean orcas can like too but uh I don't think they would have mistake you for food but you never know um but yeah it's like I was like okay Mr. Sea Lion you can like move along it was scarier when there's a fucking brown bear on the shore not far from me and I was like motherfucker I gotta get out of here I was terrified because he I saw it and um where I was it was it was pretty shallow so I was like fuck I gotta get through these rocks like oh my god and then like I saw it coming back down I was like oh my god like it's coming closer to me and going to see me and this is like a fucking brown bear who will eat anything moving yeah I was fucking heart pumping terrified like but also not wanting to like paddle fast and freak out and have it like see me I was like I don't know what the fuck to do but I don't have service I can't call my boat (laughs) dang Um, yeah how long have you been paddle boarding for would you say um let's see like I got my first board in 2015 and I'd done it like a handful of times before I just didn't have my own board but I I got my first board when I was uh here in Tahoe um so before that like before I got my board that's the summer because I took it up to Alaska so yeah 2015 I was actually guiding I was like doing kayak guiding and I did some paddleboard uh like beginner paddleboard lessons with the company I was working for and then I got my board that summer so yeah 2015 nice as old as Quincy yeah crazy I'm so glad I've finally gotten into it because yeah so great it's so great it's amazing it is and I've I've talked to like a few people about it and I'm like have you tried this have you done stuff and the first thing most people say to me are like, oh, I don't have the core strength for that. And you don't like starting out, you don't have to have the core strength for it. Like, I just, it's just such a bummer that that is what deters people from doing this. Well, so many things really, right? I mean, a lot of people don't hike or bike or like do these things because they're not top athletes. Yeah. They don't think they have the fitness to do it. Look, my mom has made this comment over and over. And I know uh, plenty of other people do. Like, she's like, I can't go to the gym or I can't go to yoga. I got to, like, get in shape first. And I'm like, 
uh that's how you get in shape is by going so stop with the excuses well yeah because it's like I don't like I look so gross I'm ashamed of being like so fat and this and that I have to lose weight and like you well that's exactly how you lose weight you don't need to look good to go to the gym you're going to the gym to like to get in better shape so how do you presume you're going to lose that weight and look a certain way that you want to in your workout clothes without going? Yes. And all of that, that whole narrative is just like in an internal mental thing. And no one and fucking looks at you. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I people watch, but like, I'm not judging a person because like they're there. So yeah. good for you. You yeah. made it. I'm mostly focused on what the fuck I'm doing. I don't care if someone's looking at me. I don't care if I look like I'm about to rip someone's face off or yeah. shit my pants. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm focused. <laughs> yes. I and which also brings me to that challenge that you put on Strava for us. I'm so grateful that you did that because I feel like I was pretty um, I would like stagnant, but also just like distracted and had like all these other things going on in, in July. July was absolutely insane. So I'm glad that you did that August challenge for us on Strava because it got me on my bike. And there were multiple days where like I had gone back to work. So it was like my first time working full time in like a year. Um, and so I was, I, it just felt like, I felt like I had no time for me and like just that, that time limitation and like being a mom and coming home and doing dinner. It was like, I would, I would get off work. I would come home. I'd be like, okay, Hey Murray, you're home. I'm going to go on a quick bike ride and then I'll come home and make dinner. And then I could just, it just like totally redirected my entire day. And also with sitting at a desk job. I'm not moving as much. And so it was just like a really nice, because I mean, like I was trying, I think I got one day, one day before work and like went over to Sean and Nikki's and used their Peloton. But like, it's been hard for me to get up. I don't know what the deal is. I'm tired, but it's light out. So I'm like, take advantage of this morning light while you can. So I'm, I'm really trying super duper hard to try to wake up early and like get on the Peloton. But um, yeah, so thank you for doing that uh, yes. challenge and we should totally do it again for September. I really want to do it again because this was like a, you know, no pressure thing, just something to keep in the back of our mind to remind ourselves to like get out and like take time for ourselves, whether that was like fun or a workout because working out makes us feel good. Um but I was kind of the opposite. Like the last time we talked, you were kind of like in a funk. I was like, felt like I was coming out of one, but I went right back into one. And so August for me has been super tough because I'm not. So two days a week, I work like sit down job. The other three days I'm in the store, but I've been in the new store, which is significantly smaller. My step count has been so fucking low, like insanely low per day. And I, same as you, have not had the motivation to get up early before work because I've been feeling stagnant. And so I'm not excited every day to like go to work because I love the new store, but it's just a complete change of pace because you work by yourself. Yeah. And um, so there's just times it gets like just boring. I like, I want more interaction. So I just haven't been that excited about things in the last couple of weeks that I think that's what's making it hard for me to like wake up even though I know working out before 
work makes me ultimately feel better. Mm-hmm. I've been really struggling to get out of bed with enough time. And then once I do, I'm like, I could do it, but I just don't, I'm so tired of being rushed that I don't want to rush and do it. And then scramble around getting dressed, getting clothes, getting lunch and breakfast ready and all this stuff. So it all comes back to something I've talked about a ton of times. It's just like being prepared, like prepping for the day, uh, the, the night before makes it so much easier to like, okay, yeah, 730, I can hop on and do a quick spin class or go for a dog walk. Um, and have plenty of time still to to get myself ready for work without this like rushed feeling because I hate getting to yeah. work and then being like oh I'm like frazzled uh-huh. uh, but I, I had the same thought like today or the other day of like our daylight is slipping away so quickly especially down here it happens we already have less light than you guys up there. So by mm-hmm. 845, it was fucking dark last night. And I was like, oh, shit, it's only 845. Um, and so same things in the morning. I think we've been having a little bit harder time to wake up because the sun is not right there at six o'clock anymore. Yeah. It's taking, especially being out. up here, it's it's taking a little longer to like come over the trees yeah. than in town where it would shine through. Um, so it's been a, a bit of a struggle and I every night I'm like okay like I want to get up and like do something so it's nice to have that challenge but it, it didn't hold me as accountable as I like hoped but the last couple of weeks have been a lot better yeah. um, and I would like to do another one for sure with more yeah. of a more of a like absolute goal instead of being as a kind of like oh just a reminder I want to like make a goal and like get it yeah even if it's the same thing if it's like 50 miles but maybe 50 miles specifically bike yeah 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 like okay yeah 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 definitely get that in um which reminds me real quick too I know we've been going a little while um speaking of challenge there was this app that I joined from this podcast that I listened to uh this gal was at x crossfit games athlete and whatnot um her podcast has like nothing to do with that it's similar to ours i might have sent you an episode before of them but they just chit chat about life and catch up and whatnot but she has a fitness app and i did a like free trial of it i didn't actually do a fucking workout but because i'm not i don't have my crossfit membership i just have a 10 class punch card so i was like well let me get onto this app and kind of see what i what it's like and maybe that will be something I use at the property um but didn't do a workout but she's doing a fall challenge yeah and there's a the winner gets five thousand dollars and a weekend trip to like go work out with her and hang out with her second place is twenty five hundred dollars third place is a thousand dollars bro I like some money (laughs) yeah so in my head I'm like how many people are actually on this app? Is there like a ton? Like I might have a good chance of winning, but I'm like, but what the fuck is the challenge? So I emailed them like, you know, I'm, I'm really interested, but what is this like? Is this like, you know, how, like completing the most workouts? Like what, what the heck is it? It's a transformation. So it's based off of before and after pictures. So I'm not super into that because over the past like six years, I've already had it crazy struggle with trying to change my body composition yeah so I feel like I will just be like 
disappointed if nothing changes. And so I was really hoping it would just be like, yeah, completing workouts or doing certain weights or getting fast times would be a little more motivating to me than to like take beginner like photos before and then taking photos after and like not seeing it change because I know that what I'll have to do to see a big transformation is like a lot like very probably strict diet and strict workout um but there is part of me that like wants to kind of do it because I I just really need something to hold me accountable for the goals that I want to reach Um, but and I'm not finding that thing that's really sticking so I'm like five thousand dollars might be a good incentive (laughs) that sounds real good so I don't know how much it is that I like join the challenge. The details yeah. come out on like September 2nd. So I'm really curious to see how much it costs. It's a two month long challenge. And I'm like, like, I'm not super into like the before after transformation kind of photos and short things because it's just usually not sustainable or healthy ways. But God, I just need a kick in the ass. And I feel like I said, with the $5,000 incentive might be something that I could keep myself accountable towards rather than like, just following a free challenge for two months on an app like yeah and I do one of the workouts yeah so um I didn't I missed the part where you said how many people are do, are doing it like how many people oh, I have no idea because it hasn't okay. been released but in my head I I just wonder I'm like how many people actually like do use this app yeah. I, I don't imagine like a a bunch but there's probably thousands of people or something but in my yeah. head who else like listens and follows her but they have a no podcast I bet a ton of people use her app and I would do not have a chance of like winning this but nowhere near like Peloton numbers no 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 not at all no that's just Um, next level freak shit dude I know it like really frustrates me that I don't think there's a possible way I'll ever get on the leaderboard of a class of 50,000 people or whatever 10,000 sometimes but yeah maybe you never know man I'll have to let you know about what the challenge is and if I'm gonna like do it like I said depends on how much it costs to even do it Uh, yeah so if it's like sub $100 I mean even that would be like pushing it I have to get all the details first really see like what it's like but and as far as like having a a motivation to like really start making some changes either physically or like with your diet or whatever I feel like for me personally I I don't know if you feel this way too but like being closer to 40 is a real motivator yeah (laughs) well no for me too I'm like I a lot of people do get in like I feel like you see these kinds of posts too like in their 40s like that's when they feel in the best shape of their life because your body just does change and I think like maybe it's out of the extreme ups and downs you've now gotten to the point in your life where like your body physically has maybe changed for the last time like your hips have grown you're full woman instead of like where we're going through suddenly of like being in our 30s of like seeing these major changes from our 20s yeah um, that like you can maybe that's just when you get into your groove a little bit more with your totally. body and and everything of course your like menstrual cycle still changes and and affects all of that but um and after having kids like your blood volume changes and 
I don't know. There's just so many different factors of being a woman that change your things. But I, so I do think, and I hold out sometimes of like, okay, maybe like, yeah, this is the time that I could be in the best shape of my life. But that's what I thought at 30. I was like, yes, you know what? 30 is going to be great. Like, this is it. This is my time. And it's just like gone downhill since. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But trying to get into that groove, still get really. At least you dialed in your sup style. Yeah, totally. I think that that's a plus. And also with like uh, the whole like coming into womanhood, adulthood, becoming closer to 40, whatever. I think that with getting into the best shape of your life is like you said earlier in this podcast is consistency. And with older age comes more consistency because you're older and hangovers hurt more yeah Yeah, you can be a little bit more stable like maybe in life like we're not obviously what we talk about all the time but uh but yeah it's um it's just crazy there's just things that piss me off still of why like my just my cardiovascular abilities like why the fuck is it still so hard for me to do anything uphill like I don't get why this part isn't getting better or easier but yeah, I don't do it consistently. I don't train consistently. Like my heart rate just gets to maximum and then it like stays there because I'm going uphill. I'm like, I really yeah. have to put some focus on like cardio training to to get things better. But um, yeah, just try not to be so hard on myself, but I always am. But, yeah. But yeah. Uh, the forever struggle, man. Which reminds me, I'm going, I'm so going on a run tomorrow that's like just straight uphill it's up the ski resort so it's gonna be a steep steep one I'm like please stop inviting me you know I'm the slowest uphill anything or like I don't want to go why do you still do this yeah like I'm literally walking uphill I'm like I guess that's how I know I'm your real friend you keep inviting me for these things that you know I fucking suck at and I'm so slow at you really just want me there (laughs) hell yeah I would want you by my side it's fun though because well though you get to ride the tram down so it's like I can make it on the uphill I'll get up there eventually and thank god I don't have to go down yeah have you um heard from hill dog at all yes yeah we text a lot uh she's on a boat I think today Uh, she's been I've been proud of her in doing like taking advantage of being in St. Thomas. Yes. You've probably seen her stories of posting pictures of like the beach and snorkeling and stuff like that. And crazy like, bugs and all the jungle sounds. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, yeah. give me more. Yeah. I feel like on her days off, she is like doing things and taking advantage of it all. Like, like tr- immersing herself instead of, you know, like, and I think she's met people now too, but at first where it could be like, Oh, I don't know anybody. Like, what am I like just doing everything by myself? But she still was. And yeah. she didn't seem to, to me to um, convey that she, you know, was unmotivated because she didn't have people. She started work pretty quickly and has met people there. I mean, she puts herself out there. So she's, she's doing, doing the things and I'm cool. excited for her. Uh, it's tough. It, it's been a tough transition in many ways, I think, but I, I also think she's making the best of it. So, uh, yeah. so that's good. Good. I know. Really and I wish good. I could go see her in 
my my dream is to be able to go see her in November and then like from there okay. just fly to Washington. Okay. But uh I would I would want three weeks off and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to swing that. So it could spend like a week yeah. with her and then two weeks in Washington because one week in Washington just like isn't enough. Well um, if uh November doesn't swing it, February sounds good. Yeah, I have to look I don't know what they're because they're on a six month lease. Okay. So I just need to keep touching base with her on on that and how things are going and what the feels are, you know, are they going to stay and do a full year to get the full experience because they moved there in the like slower season. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when the like busy season picks up and ends. And so, yeah, I don't know what their next move will be. I I don't know that they know. They might yeah. after six months be like, oh yeah, like we got the experience and because it's fucking expensive there, really expensive. Shitty. So, um, but once you know she gets into the regular season, I think she's making fine money at the restaurant, and then once it starts popping down there, it might be motivating to be like, I'm making really good money. No, I want to sit this through a little longer yeah. and, and like really be able to enjoy it because now I feel like a little more settled. So it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see. And I'm curious to see how the, how it changes there with the seasons. But yeah. But yeah, so I want to get her on. I want to, I do want to talk to have an update with us soon. Um, So hopefully we can coordinate that, but her, they work 50 hour weeks there. So her days are long, 10 hour days at the restaurant. Um, And she's three hours ahead. Yeah. So the time it gets a little hard to to coordinate, but I we definitely yeah. have to try for sure. I'm Fifty sure. hour work weeks. Yeah, and it's all restaurant too. Like that's tough. That's an ass kicking and a half. I feel like my feet would constantly be hurting. Yeah, which that's why I'm also proud of her doing those weeks and yeah. like and still getting out on her days off exploring and doing shit she's been spending a lot of time in the water which is really great for her too I feel like to have a different you know it's not snow yeah yeah it's it's liquid yeah (laughs) totally she's smoked I've been I've been thinking about that as I've been like getting more and more into supping I'm like this is like snowboarding, but not frozen, but yeah. not at all. Because it's not on a mountain. You've got like all this other stuff that you're dealing with. So, yep. Oh, good stuff. Cool. Well, I think we'll wrap it up for now. And then, yeah, hopefully, I'm 100% positive we will chat again in the next two weeks via podcast. Um, we'll definitely we sure make will. that happen. And, and get back out there on this thing so yeah buddy yeah it'll be a full-on school next time we get going because oh, tomorrow yeah. is the first day of school for Quincy so we'll be we'll be in a routine and a schedule so that'll be nice tomorrow you said yeah tomorrow's his first day of first grade oh my god full day then well he was in yeah. full day kindergarten wasn't he anyway yeah 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 he was which was wow interesting but I mean like uh this camp that he did last week he did this ninja camp and it was like from 8 a.m till 4 p.m and by the time I was like ready to pick him up at 4 p.m he was like I want to stay longer and I'm like that's great yeah all right let's do this like let's get you into after school 
childcare or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, if he's willing to do longer days, then I'm like, I'm here for it. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Well, I'll be excited too to hear about his first couple weeks of school. Yeah, if we can make some time. Yeah. Uh oh. Dang it. I think it's my internet that's a little unstable. Oh no! Oh, there we are. Okay, I was gonna say that's a good cue to be like, all right, we better end this because it's my connection. I don't know why. Oh, there's clouds. We have satellite internet and a thunder. There might be some thunderstorms rolling in today. So thunder, the thunder, (laughs) lightning, and the thunder, thunder. Oh, that's gonna be stuck in my head now. Alrighty, well, I guess we'll hit stop for now and we'll uh we'll chat again, like I said, for sure in the next two weeks about what I don't know. But 100%. our our new September challenge. Yes, yeah, yeah. We'll let I haven't gone mountain biking once this summer, so a lot of those miles will have to be mountain biking. Okay, I got some ideas. Cool. We'll get out there. All right. Okay, internet world. Peace out. Talk to you again. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, uh, whatever it is. And if you're listening and downloading just through the website, tearingituppodcast.com, leave comments. Um, We'll definitely engage back with you. And on social media right now, we're just on Instagram, tearingituppodcast is the handle like the posts, share the posts, comment on the posts, whatever it is you got, um, show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all. So again, rate and review, please, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.